time. That it is. Bada bing. Yeah. Uh, you are listening to RadioA1A.com. If you're if watching I us, had my way, I'd sit uh, you are going right to A1A Media on Facebook or YouTube or couple of other places, and this program is called Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. I'm are. Mark Mills. And I'm Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate. That too. So, uh, and we have uh, a pretty cool show for you set do. up today. <laughs> Bugs. Uh, you know, and it, this is two weeks now. Yeah. We have had scattered showers and thunderstorms in the forecast. If you've been listening to my uh, news reports, uh, instead of, well, yeah, yeah. Brother Bob is on the other side of the camera back there, Dr. Bob, uh, and uh, he does the national. Yeah, thing, you're you're so. the local guy. Local uh, yokel. Local and, yokel. Yeah, and uh, I'm telling you, man, rain, rain, go Ugh. away. Tell you me know. about it. Yeah, I had enough. Yeah, like I said, we were talking off, off, the, uh, off air that yeah. uh, I was out on the boat. This weekend, and, and it was following your butt around. It was following <laughs> my butt around. It's like, and, and one thing about in the Florida Keys, they come up very quickly. Oh yeah, um, yeah you know, I, I'm really, tropics, I am figure. radar intensive. You know, very on yeah. top of it. You know, I don't just look out there, but um, they just pop up like that. And we were in a triangulated situation. It was that no matter where you went, there was a storm. And I went the other way, and another storm popped up. You yeah, know? I, for a moment there, I got a whiff of David Ferry. <laughs> talking about, you know, triangulation or cross fire. You know, it's a turkey shoot. You know. Exactly. You were in the turkey shoot. I was in the turkey shoot, and uh, luckily, funny enough, we pulled up to one of my listings <laughs> and kind of rode out the storm. So the, uh, it the helps to take lots of listings. Of being a realtor in the Florida Keys. You got to love it. You know, I got so, to uh, seek shelter. I got a house listed over there. <laughs> exactly. You know. So that worked. But uh, the best thing about, again, Florida is wait. Half an hour. Absolutely. We, you know, the, the storms passed. Yeah. We 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 went out an hour later and caught thirty five fish. Nice. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, welcome to the Florida Keys. Most guys who fish and, and you know we get a the fish. Well, yeah, do you fish much anymore or not? Very little. Yeah, no, he catches no bugs. Well, that and when I was a kid, my dad was a lobster fisherman, and I sort of got burned oh. out. Yeah, that's true. God, all that. So, so I, can, I can see that. I rely on my neighbors who actually enjoy fishing. Right. Yeah, they, you know, it. and that's the thing. If you got a neighbor who digs fishing, save yourself the two hundred thousand you're going to drop on a boat <laughs> yeah, exactly. my, my, and a pickup truck. Yeah. Pull the boat around, you know, and forget that. My so. neighbor loves me. I'm always giving him fish. You know, That's it's right. like you know. What? There you go. A reason <laughs> to love Michael. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I give you fish. you fish. I bring you fish. You know. Okay, Jesus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. You know. So, hey, hey. He's, okay. Uh-oh. All right. I, now, whatever Santi is writing <laughs> on my tablet right now. Let's see now, if you can keep a straight face. Can't show it to the public. So, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> Who's your guest? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We went off the rails so quickly. I knew it would happen. Okay. Uh, we do have a great program set up for you today. Uh, uh, Chris is the, uh, well, he's the king size bug killer. Uh, here in the Florida Keys. And uh, with this much rain that we've had over two weeks' time, they they just kind of gurgle up to the surface. There isn't a whole lot that you can do about it, but uh, the uh, Charter Pest Control people are there. If you want to reach out to them, we'll get that information in a few minutes. Plus, we'll share bug stories. Mm -hmm. So. He's always got. I wish we could get your photographs <laughs> out there too. Cause <laughs> guy's got photos of stuff. Little stuff just a while ago. Like, holy make your cow. skin leave your body. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's just the best. Uh, and to um, every Monday when this program happens, uh, we like to give thanks uh, to the people who make it happen. Yes. Uh, and this is episode ninety-four. Holy cow! Uh, we're closing in on a hundred. Almost there. Yeah, ninety-four hours. Of you and I talking about the Florida Keys and real estate. Is there another form of hell that hasn't been talked about? <laughs> no, nope. it's not hell. It's purgatory. Yeah, yeah, I think, I guess yeah so. you're you're just in the waiting. Yeah, you don't exactly. know what scales could tip one day and it could get really <laughs> hot the next day. Pretty nice. Yes, exactly. We've had some pretty nices, uh, especially lately. What are you gonna do? Uh, and Sunshine Title, uh, the great folks up at Mount Marker yeah. One Hundred Three on the Bayside, Jenny and crew. Uh, no surprise closings and. Uh, trust me, you know, <laughs> uh, too many uh, years in the business, mm. I can tell you, and uh, Michael as well, he's got about four it. times the time in the business. You don't want to come up to closing and uh, nope, 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 like, nope. Ah, yeah. you know, so uh, they will take you through it. Their only job is to get you a clean title, get you insured, and get your transaction closed 
That's it. Yep. So get you your money and get you your keys. Bottom line, brother. That's That's what matters. So, yeah, that's what matters indeed. So uh, also uh, by author Chip Bell, the Jake Sullivan crime series. uh, Pretty good stuff, Mm -hmm. actually. Had the chance to peruse some of it of late. And uh, I understand after uh, discussing it with Mr. Bell that uh, they will be out on audio book. Oh, how cool is that? Amazon. Is that you're playing a trip to the keys? You pop the, you know. You, you start as an audio book. What better way to get you in the mood? Download it onto your uh, yeah. Kindle or whatever, yeah. and then go lay on the beach and bake. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, I what you know. I I think the uh, ticket to properly using a Kindle though is a couple of those drinks that come in the really tall glasses with a lot of umbrella. <laughs> mm-hmm. They help you with your thumb uh, eye coordination. <laughs> so. And that way you can start texting your friends later. Yes. <laughs> I'm reading this book. <laughs> Really good. You know, tell your friends. So, uh, but uh, yeah, the Jake Sullivan crime series, good stuff. Check it out. Uh, you can order those through RadioA1A.com yes, through our website. Uh, go to the page and uh, look for the guy under the palm tree with the gun. Click on him. He will not shoot back. And uh, he will take you to the place where you can purchase the books. Uh, Heartbreakers Brew House right here. Our home. Mom Marker uh, 80 and, and the, um, I should say 81. Thank mm-hmm. you. 81001 right. Overseas Highway, Oceanside. Uh, Wednesday nights, live session. Good stuff, man. Really good stuff. And uh, you want to check it out. Usually opens up uh, in the afternoons. And, I, you know, Steve Benini, uh Dave Fader, yeah. to name a few. Who's uh, who's coming up this Wednesday, Harry? Leah Souter is Leah. this oh, Wednesday. Oh, yes. She's, she's, she's super talented. Stuff, local gal. And then Monday on Labor Day, we have a very special surprise artist who is uh, a an alumni of The Voice. Get out of here. Oh, yes. how sweet okay. is that? Nice. So that will be happening on Labor Day. Dewey right? and I have a buddy who's, uh, pro, you know, did, did her stretch on The Voice and uh, very talented. Carla Davis, mm-hmm. you know, very good. So uh, we're going to have to work her over and get her to, you know. <laughs> Come back down to the keys, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, last but not least, of course, uh, uh, Jim Lapointe is uh, your new local lender. Good guy, good guy. and uh, I'm, I, I know you hooked him up with some folks. Yes, um, especially down here in the Florida Keys. You know, we do a lot of mobile homes here, Portfolio especially on money. the wa- on the water, yep. and that can be a tough product to get financed. And let me tell you, <laughs> he uh, he does, he's been doing a great job for some folks that I sent his way. Uh, you know, very competitive rates, cool. uh, low down payments for getting into a mobile home, which has always been uh, historically very difficult, 40%, yeah. 30% down. There, He's been able to bring it down Big to night. regular 20%, you know, standard conventional. Awesome. So, uh, you know, good stuff. So if you're looking at the cheapest way outside of a condo to get on the water, that's mobile home it. mobile home is the way to go. And sure. your mobile home in the Florida Keys isn't a bad word. Like, you know, some places you think of it. Well, you know, <laughs> you know. there are certain things attached to yes, mobile certain, home. Yes, certain like characteristics it. and characters. Yeah. But, no, down here, it's a great entryway to get on the water. It's yep. the lowest price. Uh, and we've got some phenomenal mobile homes down here. Yeah, well, you know, you live in a mobile home, but wake up and look out at the ocean every morning. Not yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and go to, uh, once again, RadioA18.com. And uh, Jim's most recent rates, rates yeah. uh, I think 3.1 still stands. It's so. just amazing. Yeah, amazing not bad. To get money that cheap. Not bad. So, uh, But uh, his contact information is right there on the A1A page. Check it out. Uh, definitely uh, good stuff. You know what? And with that, you know what, Harry, we're at eight minutes after the hour. You want to take a break before we... Uh, That'll be fine, Mark. Uh, you know, infamous character here in the gray T-shirt. Whatever you would, whatever, whatever you would <laughs> like right, to do. You know do. what? You're okay. listening to the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live on RadioA1A.com, and we will be right back. Please like us on Facebook. Jake Sullivan lies near death in a coma. His best friend Mike drives the hunt for the man who leads a criminal enterprise that could poison paradise with a chemical weapon. There's no safe harbor to be had here. Cuban Crime of Passion is the latest in the Jake Sullivan series from author Chip Bell. Available now, Cuban Crime of Passion. Check out RadioA1A.com. Click on the guy under the palm tree with the gun. Cartel and Key West, corrupt politicians. 
This is author Sammy Mays. May I recommend the Jake Sullivan series of novels by author Chip Bell? He's Jake Sullivan, and he's on the run. He's working for the president while basking in the sun. If you enjoy reading, you need to read Chip Bell's latest novel, We Are the People Our Parents Warned Us About. Read and collect all 13 books in the Jake Sullivan series at chipbellauthor.com. The Jake Sullivan series has been awarded Mayor Gonzo May's Five Parrots in a Palm Tree for Literary Excellence. Hey, Radio A1A listeners, this is Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk, wishing you tropical vibes. You've been coming to the Keys for a while, and you rent a nice place, but the rents keep going up. You know it's time to consider buying a home in the Keys. First thing, find out how much home you can afford. Time to talk to Jim. Jim LaPointe is your new Keys local lender. Easy qualifying, lowest rates, FHA, VA, conventional. Time to talk to Jim. Log on to RadioA18.com. Click on Interest Rates. Rates change often, so check them daily. Time to talk to Jim. And that is Jim point. Yes. Local Anyway, moving right along uh, to the program, uh, this this uh, you know shadow casting <laughs> profile next to me over here to my left, uh, Chris Santi, former village mayor, yeah, uh, Keys businessman, entrepreneur, you know, a, a guy that uh, I should own a corn dog wagon with, but don't, you know. <laughs> We've actually talked. We're, we're about working that. on that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, in in developmental stages. You know, go. so uh, rain, rain, go away. All right, uh, we talked about this briefly, but you know, it, it, this really, especially living on coral, right? You know, um, this amount of water has got to bubble up virtually any kind of life form and send it right to the surface, and seemingly answer finding their way into my house. Yeah. So, <laughs> that and roaches. Well, yeah, in pest control, when it's when it's dry. The insects come inside looking for water. And when it's wet, they come inside because they want to be dry. <laughs> so it, it's a no-win situation. They're so much like yeah, us. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's a no-win situation. But generally, you know, our recommendation is you keep the perimeter of your house clear of mulch and all the other stuff. Because people love that mulch look or they blow the leaves up against the house. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is great for us because it makes Dumb. a perfect nest for centipedes, millipedes, right. ants, roaches, Bugs. everything. And then they pay us to spray and tell them to clean it back out. So we, we we happily oblige. So I guess the key is is just maintain that perimeter. Is that's pretty much it. People, yeah. people you know, forget it, a pre, for, they forget about that. It, it's you know it's not a perfect world, but you know in a, in a pest control world, we like to see the bushes a foot off the house mm-hmm. and nothing between the well, bushes and the fire and the, departments are kind of big on that idea. Well, too. again, you but know, people like yeah. the hedges right up against the house, and sure. of course they use the bushes as a transfer point. They. They climb between the dirt oh, and the yeah. bushes, mm-hmm. and then trees touching the roof. We get a lot of rodents and stuff coming right. off the top of the trees, coconut sure. trees and whatnot. They go right into your house. They go right through your soffit or your yeah. eave. They can climb right up the side of a building. Right. We've had condos where they've actually climbed up to the third floor and gone in through the dryer vent. Amazing. <laughs> and um, ruined condos. I mean, destroyed yeah. them because people are second home. Yeah. One gentleman left some oats in his condo. Oh. He thought it'd be safe on the third floor, and... Ended up destroying, oh, yeah, destroying right. the entire unit. Good idea. Uh, I'm sure they so tore we, it apart. You have nightmares. I mean, if they clear a lot down the street from you, the rodents come over. Right. Sure. You know, it's, it's like anything else. When you disturb the environment, they've got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're coming towards you if you have dog food, cat food outside. Forget about uh, it. So you know, yeah. another thing we ask people, feed your animal, pick the food up. If they don't eat it right away, pick right. it up. They're not going to die. They're not going to starve to death. No. Nothing's going to happen. But what it does eliminates a food source. Sure. And it's very easy to control pests that way. There's right. a pet waste is also uh, uh, an element to, to Very little. We don't have many dung beetles here, like in Miami. Yeah. They have yeah. little beetles that bury it. Here, they have a hard we'd chance burying it. be something <laughs> else that we'd rather not have yeah. moved down here from Miami. Yeah. Well, they, they're well that's what we call Miami realtors, don't yeah. they? Dung, dung beetles. beetles. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I had one recently that I had yeah, to deal nice. with. So. I like that. That's yeah, pretty funny. Beetle. Good. Okay. Y- yard, the, the animal waste, that's the difference. Here's your sign. <laughs> that's a different issue. Yeah. Right. You know, now with the organic loading on canals and stuff. Right, I mean, yeah. The, the, the sewer system helped a lot. But, you know, Key West has a tremendous problem with even storm drains. Right. They don't want the leaves or anything. And what happens is people... Fertilize your yards, or a lot of it all runs manure, right in, you know, yeah. a lot yeah. of Nutrient. dog, dog or cat. Right. And when it rains, like this time, it floods and it pushes it all into the canal. Right. Sure. Then you have an algae bloom. Yeah. And we've seen a little bit of that. You yeah, I've seen a big algae <laughs> bloom a little right bit. now in, in our Jesus. canal where we're at. We're, yeah, no, it's we're yeah. At, the algae's just out. We're not out talking of Okeechobee coming right. down. We're talking right. just the amount of runoff in your neighborhood. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. So that that loads the canals up. Well, so. that's some fairly dangerous stuff too, Dan. Too. I mean. I I always used to shutter. I, I lived at 103, and and uh, uh, the back of my building opened up into a, uh, the canals on Crosskey Waterway. Yeah. And I mean, I used to see kids swimming in those canals all the time, and I was like, yeah, I, yeah bad idea, <laughs> you know. But I mean, it, it. I'm sure at times the water is clean and fine and whatnot. I've also it's, seen. You know, like I went down to sweep off my pontoon boat once and uh, flipped an iguana into the water, and a pair of uh, jaws opened up and, and closed around the iguana and swam away. <laughs> That's so, good. Yeah. need more of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a, a big fan of removing iguanas. There's no yeah. question about that. But, you know, I mean, I just think that, you know, those jaws uh, clamping around a five-year-old's it's, leg or something like that's that. A I'm old, that's a wise tale. Really? I've been here my whole life. There's yeah. never been a reported bite of a crocodile biting a human. Well, ever okay. in the life of the, of right. the Perhaps keys. somebody didn't want their five-year-old. <laughs> no, it's... You know. When we were kids, we used to run off the docks and dive oh, at sure. them and try to grab them. Oh. And we never, ever touched one. That's how fast they are and yeah. how, how scared they are. What yeah. happens is people start feeding them. They feed them the fish carcasses that's and the they problem. think it's yeah. funny. They like seeing the crocodile. And all of a sudden, your little dog falls in and it... It's a, it's nature. It's yeah. These habit of being fed. That's why I tell you, please don't feed them. Freeze your fish heads and take them out next time for when you go to the chum, reef and yeah, dump them off. Yeah, chum the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's just a, a learned habit. <coughs> mm-hmm. We have, there's some big ones in Venetian Shores. You can't get within we're, 20 feet of them. They, they dive in the water and yeah. run away. They're scared. Oh, you know where I saw one recently was um, Tavernier, Tavernier Creek. Yeah, you, you know where that that, that little uh, there is, if you like run down Tavernier Creek bank there by the curve, with, there's there's one that has a patio table that's like halfway falling oh, yeah. in the water. Yeah, there's right, a lot of spalling yeah, this right. property. Um, there's one of them just lays there. Yeah, lays there seems to be consistently. That seems to be like, <laughs> we, you know, we had one in Key Largo with sunbathe behind Mrs. Max. You know, okay. that little area. There's yeah. little, some beaches right. Yeah, uh-huh. he'd come up little. It was probably a six footer, which is kind of small. He would come and just sunbathe for a couple hours and leave. Yeah. I, I know. know. So you mean, I mean, charter does charter deal with uh, crocodiles and that kind of thing? I mean, do you? No, do we're not allowed to. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a, special. Yeah, the, if it's a nuisance, the state will come out. But most of the time, if you literally walk towards them, they they swim away. Yeah. Right? The biggest problem: Venetian Shores gets them in their pools sometimes, and oh, that's and then they call the crocodile expert to throw yeah. them in the canal. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it, they're really not—they're really not a big nuisance. Everybody it's not high science to get rid of them, is well, it? Well, the big hype is they said they're going to eat my kid or eat my dog. Right. And it, and and yes, apparently you, I buy into the hype, but you yeah. know, it's right. <laughs> so. Well, it's like I said, it's—it's it's a learned nature. If you were feeding a, a, a twelve-foot crocodile every day behind your house and your child fell in, yes, I would be concerned. <laughs> the whole idea is they tell you right, do not feed them, and the right, reason yeah. is because you want them to maintain that fear right. of humans. Sure. Right. Well, it's the same with sharks. It's the same with everything. Everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nature has no business being around humans, and right. once they get acclimated to us, uh, then their fear, you know, dissipates, and yeah, then they right. go. Oh, their natural instinct takes right. over. Right. Yeah, they were looking. Uh, I, I spoke to Spencer Slate. Okay. Uh, yeah. About that lady who lost her life in the Bahamas. Right. Right. And, and I, I've been here my whole life diving, and most most of us have and never had a problem with the shark. No. You know, once right. in a while, they'll try to eat your fish, and you just right. give it to them or whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah, you it, don't really want to argue with them. In that right. Well, but there's, there's usually no – there's a cause to why they did it well, as opposed to just a random – They're looking into it, but Spencer told me there were some fishermen nearby right. cleaning fish. Right. Right. So they don't know whether, you know, they get excited and come mm-hmm. over. And it, it's a horrible, horrible thing to happen. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it, like you said, there's cause and effect. Right. Right. If, if so what did, what did uh, Captain Slade have to say about the – He was Well, he was talking to his Bahama buddies, and they right, were looking right. into it because they, they – one of them was telling him that – they felt they were cleaning fish nearby, mm-hmm. creating a excitement among sure. the sharks. Well, and yeah, sure. So they're looking into that. But I was curious because he's been in the water his whole life. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been in it quite a bit. And me too. Yeah. Just, you know, like I said, I spearfish, so I have had barracudas and sharks take my fish. Right. But I've never had 
that type of aggressiveness towards right. me. So, of course, you're curious. I understand uh, the sharks that the black tips come down and people get bit on a sandbar because you stir the mud up and they mm -hmm. come in looking for something. They'll bite right. your foot right. or something. So I understand all these little nibbles we get up and down the right. coast. You sort of understand that. But to actually have an have, attack, have attack yeah. there has to be a cause because sure. you don't have anything on you that, that they're interested in. Right. So it was, it was quite concerning, of course, yeah. to... You, you always want to find out what the cause was. Right. Absolutely. Right. So they're still looking into that event. Yeah, yeah. They'll, that's over in you know, the Bahamas, so I don't know how right. fast yeah, that yeah, information right. gets but out. But like I say, I'm certain that they will find there was something that instigated that attack, yeah, you know, yeah. other than just her. That you know, well, was right. a number of years back, I remember, and this is done, I think, at Bud Mary's, that, uh, you know, there, there, were, there was some fish cleaning going on, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the dock, mm -hmm. and a gal liquored up, you know, well <laughs> and getting tossed into the water yeah. by her boyfriend or yeah. whatever. And she got she got nipped. You yeah. know. Well and, and it was a barracuda, first of all. Right. Because the bite mark was only about the width of my phone. Yeah. You know. Uh so it wasn't a shark. I mean, you know, a shark that small wouldn't yeah, have bothered. Was, you right. know, so uh but uh you know, I mean it you just it's a really stupid thing to do. Right. You know it, you, well it's you, it's the same thing that a lot of the Marines don't don't do that anymore. They, they take all their carcasses and take right. them back out the next day or that evening. Yeah, yeah. because they they're finding out they don't they don't want them in the marina. Yeah, it's no. a liability. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and they make Serious. it makes great chum. I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, during during stone crab season, yeah. that's what I put in my traps. Sure, you know, the rest of my catch. Sure, I use iguanas. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm we sure the we have a sale on iguanas. Yeah, Live yeah. one, free, free. <laughs> tastes like chicken. Yeah, you <laughs> properly prepared. Yeah, jeez, so, yeah. yeah, barbecue sauce and iguana. Yeah. Eating barbecued iguana. Yeah, there you there go. You go. Thank you, all of Voodoo. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Wish I was in Tijuana. Well, you know, I mean, it, 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 if it does taste like chicken, I'm game. You know, I'll try it. it tastes out. like chicken. I'm eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's my what do we think tastes like chicken? Why not just eat chicken? Yeah, yeah. This tastes like chicken. Okay, why, give me some why chicken. Why make it difficult? Exactly. on yourself that's it so what you know i mean it, it, so reptiles and whatnot and that kind of thing uh really there isn't that much to be afraid of use your head you're okay there's nothing down here really i mean right. it, when you look at all these reports i had a guy iguana bit him well it turns out he's feeding it and <laughs> took a big old bite out of his yeah. finger there's uh, a ds move you know, if well, I've heard of one. i'm just yeah. saying it yeah there's a reason you know, Slate has that thing where he goes and feeds the fish. Creature right. feature. And somebody always wants to copy him when he's not there. And then you hear about the guy who got his hand mauled or, you know, something happened. Yeah. It's This <laughs> is an expert, you know, right. Brazilian-year right. diver. Who's you, don't, you don't feed the eels because it's cool. You look at him and say, that's a really nice eel, and keep swimming. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you don't mess with them. And, and the people, yeah. it, it just cracks me up because, well, the same thing happens in pest control. And it's kind of funny. The human nature is don't do anything to last second. And then it also is, if one is good, two's better. Right. right. So we have chemical you put on, on for pests, different ones. We use a lot of baits because we don't want to um, – I've, I've gotten away from the hardcore chemicals because of the fact that it has no place to go except for in the water. Right. right. So we use a lot of baits. But the thing is, uh, even the chemicals, sometimes you do have to use them. It says on there like one teaspoon per gallon. Right. So everybody goes, oh, two is better. <laughs> well, the chemical company would say that because they'd want us to use more chemical if two is better. Right. Sure. It actually works worse because it becomes too strong and the insects sure. avoid it. Right. But it, it just cracks me up because I have people that call me. They have, I have ants. I go there and I, they don't have ants. They have a billion ants. Right. <laughs> and I go, well, how long have you had ants? <laughs> oh, the whole year. I just decided to call now. Yeah, really? Will, will one spray take care of it? I go, yeah. <laughs> I go no, it's going to be a, kind of a long process here. Right. And then they call up you know, a, a couple days later and say, I still see an ant. <laughs> I go, Really? <laughs> I go, it, it's just the nature of the beast. You know, it, it just, no matter what you do, I don't care if it's roaches, I don't care what you spray, you know, some people have a roach infestation, you right. treat it, they call you back next day, I still see a roach. I go, well, you're going to see them for like 30 days. Yeah. You know, the chemical has to work, and right. then, you, know, you had an infestation, which means they're in the walls or everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's a long, slow process, but everybody wants that instant gratification. Yeah. They want to spray it and, and pay nothing. It doesn't and work then that way. Cure everything. Right. So yeah. it's, it's like anything else. You just got to inform the public of, what to expect and, right. you know, how it, how the treatments go. But all this stuff nowadays is very effective. It's just mm -hmm. slow. It's slow term yeah. because the the old days we had the good stuff like DDT. Right. Except oh, yeah. it killed everything in the environment. So well, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you know, malformed a couple of kids. Yeah. And, you know, a few so, other we, so, yeah. Whoops. Well, we, we sh you know, no. now we've switched over to baiting is really right. important. That's a yeah. big, strong thing. Minimal spraying. Well, we and they're the type of little critters that, you know, even roaches do this from what I understand is that they'll pick up, take it back to where everybody lives and share it. Well, what unroaches it gets onto their legs and sticks to their legs. Yeah. Okay. So when they walk around, it, it, it becomes a crystal and it actually cuts their, their joints and dries oh, wow. them out. 
And then, like on rats, you use nice. Well, Jeez, you use yeah. uh, warfarin, uh, okay. you know, yeah. warfarin-based poisons on right. rats, right. so they eat it. Blood thinner, right? And then the yeah. rat bait boxes outside have to be sealed so that right. you don't get squirrels or or dogs or cats or anything right. eating it. So they have to actually go into a hole, eat the poison, and come back out. Right. And it, the big thing is you worry about secondary poisoning because you can have a, a rat that's sick and stumbles out, and then a bird would pick it up, a bird right. of prey. Right. So there's limits on that also. Sure. Uh, trying to keep that uh, that secondary poisoning from happening. Right, right. So that makes sense. You don't think about that. Yeah. Well, you well again, the 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 pest control industry has has improved itself over the years. So every time there's an incident, mm-hmm. you you learn from it, and then you you change the poisons, you change whatever. So right. we have a, a lot of different variations now of how to poison animals, mm-hmm. the rats, uh, which is the big thing. And then we have mm-hmm. live traps for the possums and raccoons. Do we have a raccoon issue down here? Well, it, I understand <laughs> when they get in here, when they get in the place, it's pretty There's difficult. raccoons and possums all over the place. Oh, and, of yeah. course, the Winn-Dixie and Tavernier right. has a big population. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But they're more or less, they sort of stabilize Why themselves. Why shop at Publix? <laughs> 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 yeah, unfortunately. Publix also, why you don't sell advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. all, all the shopping centers have yeah, them. I know. Them I know. It's, it's, it's pretty thing. funny, though. It's like those restaurants, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they come to the dumps and stuff. So, sure. of course, you, again, you train the... The owner of the property, make sure the lids are closed. Make sure you you right. don't you know if you're going to throw out a large well, amount of deterrence. Food. It's like anything, crimes exactly. of opportunity. Exactly. You know? So what happens is we you know we had an incident in Key Largo. One of the restaurants got overrun by raccoons. They had a big food supply source. The raccoons just kept breeding and eating. Right. And once we had the dumpster company change the dumpster out to a different type, a locking type. Right. It eliminated the food supply. Right. The population adjusted itself again. Sure. Yeah. I remember uh, having a conversation with a uh, recently retired. Uh, FWC officer who uh, lived over by the park uh, by John Pennycamp, and he said that he would sit on uh, his porch and occasionally have a beer in the evening as the sun set. It would like the raccoons would hit the wall, the fence surrounding the park, mm-hmm. and be coming over it like <laughs> zombies <laughs> yeah. from you know World War Z. Right. It was but, just, but, Jesus, it was like in waves. You I, know. I tell you, the funny thing about raccoons, they're smart. Oh yeah, I would see yeah. them at Pennycamp. <laughs> It sees them more than one occasion. The guy would be fishing there with his bait bucket. So the raccoon would walk up on one side, and the guy would start looking at him, and the raccoon would come down and steal his bait bucket and run off. <laughs> and we used to laugh nice. like mad. We, we, we would tell the guy, you're going to lose your bait. No, I'm watching it. Yeah, it was really. <laughs> it was like a tag team. Yeah. yeah they, so they, 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 they work in teams. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Well, but there you go. So far as bugs in general, you know, down here it's ants and roaches are the big thing, and yeah. rat rodents. Right. And then the occasionally you get a lot of iguana calls. Mm-hmm. And we trap those or shoot them depending on the, the situation. And, and, you know, simplicity. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And then and uh, get in the box or I'm going to plug you in the head. You know, yeah. So. What happens is it's kind of funny. We run through cycles. Right. You'll notice a lot of ant calls for like 30, 45 days. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you'll switch over to roach calls. Mm-hmm. Then you'll switch over to rodent calls. And it's kind of funny. It's like right. whatever's coming We're in next. Aggressive, right? <laughs> James said it. And then the, the bad news is, is after a storm, yeah. like after Irma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Animals and plants go into a, what they call like a damage mode. Right. Okay. So they go into overbreeding. That's oh. why you see a lot of plants sprout after a hurricane. You see them growing like right. that. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Same thing's happened to rodents. Okay. Any, any insect, rodents, anything. They go into an overdrive. Right. And they start producing more. So after a storm, you actually end up with a surge of pest. Mm-hmm. And it's partially because of the damage, but also because it's a form of protection. They feel there was a storm or low pressure. It right. triggers them to breed more. Interesting. When now, they, you just mentioned Irma. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I want to uh, use that to uh, take us in a new direction here. Uh, we were talking before the show started that you just finished yeah. your Irma list, to-do list. Right. Two years. No. Two years, and I'm still, still waiting for permits. Is that right? I have a seawall fell in. Right. So I'm still waiting <laughs> to get my seawall permit. And it's an existing seawall, but <laughs> right, DEP... Evidently, there Bless is. Bless them. I love you, DEP. Right. No, no, no. But I suck g- for a former uh, elected <laughs> official. <laughs> no, is there? There's nothing. Yeah. My God. It's the uh, Army Corps. Right. Lo- love you guys too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's you know no matter what paperwork you send yeah. in, somebody there says you forgot to cross right. this T or dot oh, this yeah. I. Okay. And it's not like send it back. It's another right. month. Start it over. So, yeah. look, so we're uh, we're so close now. All right, we're 30 minutes after the hour. We're going to take another break. <laughs> You are watching uh, and listening, listening to RadioA1A.com and the A1A Media and the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. 
Chris Santi is our guest, and we'll be right back. Please like us on Facebook. Surprise! <laughs> Great for a birthday, anniversary party, but a real estate transaction? Mm-mm, that is not what you want. You don't want surprises when it comes to closing a real estate deal. The way to a smooth closing with no surprises is Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call Ginny or Pam or even Irene. Hey, these three gals will take care of you, close your transaction smoothly with no surprises. Real estate closings? 1031 Exchange, escrow, all your needs are taken care of there with no surprises. It's Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call 305-451-0032 or just Google up Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. is a chain of islands known for its crystal blue waters, famous for sports fishing, world-class diving, and its laid-back atmosphere. Nestled between the Everglades National Park and the National Marine Sanctuary, the Keys are home to a precious and rare ecosystem found nowhere else. Here you will also find world-class dining featuring fresh-from-the-dock seafood as well as other chef-prepared culinary favorites. has the feel of a quaint seaside village with a laid-back vibe, taking you worlds away from everyday cares. Stunning coastal-inspired homes line the shores of the islands offering spectacular sunset views. Whether you start your day taking in the sunrise on your oceanfront veranda or heading out on the water for an adventure, the Keys has something to offer everyone. American Caribbean Real Estate, your Christie's International Real Estate Brokerage, knows that our island lifestyle is just as important as the home, and we are prepared to match you to the right property to fit your lifestyle. As the local Christie's International Real Estate affiliate, we have the powerful backing of the network, including 1,300 offices worldwide, and the only real estate company owned by a premier auction house. This, added to our local market expertise, makes American Caribbean Real Estate the right agency to assist you in finding your piece of paradise in the Florida Keys. Florida Keys real estate guys uh, joined by Chris Santi, yeah. former village mayor uh, in the uh, Big Kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to Pam again, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop think, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no holds barred here, go. man. It's just, you know. Dignity goes right go. out the back door. <laughs> I see completely. the FCC calling. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, that's the best, best part of here. We can. He loves that. Seven but, dirty la- you know, words. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Forget about it. He'll run through them backwards <laughs> for you. You know, he'll spell them. For yes, you. exactly. Yeah. You know. and, uh, yeah. Never yeah. mind. Uh, moving right along, we we try and maintain a level of dignity yes. here, but you know, we <laughs> fail miserably at it. So. <laughs> Your guests bring it way down. Yeah, really, just right. You know, it's jump, funny. I boom. saw I actually in 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 researching. I actually saw a review of our show really? one time, and it said, "Great information presented in a crude manner." <laughs> 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 I loved it. I loved that it. Great information <laughs> presented. Great keys information yeah. presented. Well, that's kind of the keys, though, isn't it? Exactly. You know, yeah, great I, place to. There we go. Know, I mean, gosh, th- thank you. With nature in a crude manner. I took so, it as a compliment. You know. <laughs> that was from Saks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving right along. Actually, we are just about two years yeah. uh, yep. from Irma. It was uh, September that's 10th, scary, man. Uh, 2017. And uh, Chris had mentioned before the show that um, he was just getting done with his last element of cleanup yeah. from Irma. 
So, and, and specifically, can you discuss what it was or what it yeah, is? Yeah, you know, after Irma, of course, you prioritize all your damages. And you should, start, yeah. You start working, you know, obviously starting with the roofs and working mm -hmm. your way down. Right. And what I, because you know, we have uh, some rental property, we had a list, and the last item was uh, actually uh, a lot cleanup where there had been a lot of debris and stuff. And it had right. been sitting for two years, so I had to go in there and haul it out by hand, or right. me and some help. Yeah. And, and that was the last thing left to do. But it's just... You know, uh, people think it's after a storm. You know, you, of course, everybody's in that residential mode. You know, right. you got to get back to your house. But business-wise, sure. You know, we had we were out out of phones for three months. We ended up having to to wow. jury rig a system. Right. Um, it doesn't matter. You didn't, you know, we had Comcast, AT and T, uh, and doesn't matter. They were o also overwhelmed. Right. And even right. though you're a business, it didn't seem to didn't matter. matter. You don't get priority. Well, the trunk lines were down, so right. of course they they're repairing them in priority also. Mm, right. You know, some of us had were without power for a long time, and I had a couple of properties that had only half the power. One line had broken, oh, yeah. so it's very low priority to repair that second leg. Right. So you get two twenty, but mm -hmm. of course you're in a house with no air conditioning and no uh, stove, no you know, AC, you, no stove, yeah, no you dryer, can, anything that takes yeah. double, double, yeah, yeah two twenty. Right. So there was a lot of things like that uh, that people don't realize. One of the things I wanted to mention was uh, also was um, a, as a business person, you not only are you trying to get your house your own personal property right. up and running, you've got a plan for your employees and everything. Sure. Do they have a place to come back? Will they come back? You know, that's what happened after Irma. A lot of the resorts, they got destroyed. Yeah. Well, those people lost their jobs and they left town. Right. Island Christian closed down. They lost so many students. Right. 70. Yeah. Wow. But I'm just saying, it's it's people just don't realize the impact. It's not it's not the week after the storm. It's the years oh, after yeah. the storm. Yeah, I mean, look at Homestead. We just met, just the other day, was it 27 years since Andrew? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Homestead's still trying to recover. Yeah. I mean, you there's know? yeah, I mean, there there is construction that is taking place there now. Yeah. That is, you know, where lands have finally been freed up to right. build them again. Yeah. Well, so, it's it's know. there's good and bad. I mean, sure. we lost Sea Breeze in in yep. uh, yeah. San Pedro. Yeah. yeah. And that was really a shame because that was a lot of our workforce sure. housing. Oh yeah. If you look at the flip side, now they're going to be putting in a brand new sewer system, mm -hmm. brand new park models. Right. And you know, they're going to put some mobile homes and park models and whatnot and, right. and redo the entire section. Yeah. It's going to be more money, but it's up to better codes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all those things that, the, well, you hate to see the cheap housing leave. On the other hand, right. what comes back is going to be a lot safer. A, a right. lot. Well, I, you know, but I mean, it's, it, one of, in my opinion, one of the best restaurants in the Keys got bulldozed by Irma, mm -hmm. you know, the Encore. And, uh, and, you know, simply put, you know, he wasn't able to staff it because yeah. everybody split. Yeah. You yeah. know, I yep. mean, yep. you're going to be gone three months at least, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. Uh, oh, yeah. And, I mean, I know that even state you know, or local government tried really hard to, you know, uh, make it easier for people to get permits, that right. type of thing, you know. Uh, well, there's a whole litany of things. You know, right after the storm, there was that bottleneck in Florida City trying to right. get back in. Right. You need your re-entry sticker. Right. Remind people Critical. Pick if, those up if now. If you don't have, yeah. I mean, clearly yep. said, if you don't have a re-entry sticker in your car, go get one now. Yep. yep. You know. And, and what happened is uh, there, was, there was things they learned from Irma. First, people leaving the Keys with their boat trailer hasn't towed a boat in four years. Right. Uh, axles breaking, springs breaking, tires breaking. So that's something to do right now is check your trailer Absolutely. out if you're, if you're going to remove right. your boat from the Keys. If not, plan on filling up with water, leaving well, it's yard. It's funny because yeah, I mean, basically every every year we do, uh, you know, the, the middle of May we start, you know, talking about prepping yep. for storms, prepping for the season, blah blah blah, and then you know what? And people cruise right up <laughs> for June, July, <laughs> August, uh, and you get that first blip on the radar out there. Yeah, you know, you pull up my uh, NHC. Yeah. And you go, oh, shoot, there's a red X there. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, you click on that, and suddenly you see there's an honest-to-God storm out mm -hmm. there. But I mean, like right now, Dorian, you know, most people are saying, okay, well, it's going to go over the DR. It's going to go over, uh, you know, Haiti uh, and whatnot. So pff, no big deal. Yeah. Well, we, nobody panics till it hits the Bahamas or Cuba. Right. Then it's, like, close enough to start worrying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, really, that, that's, that's yeah. everybody tells me, I go, I go you know, you've got to be ready. Well, uh, and, and my point is exactly that, that, you know what, when you see one out there, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Jesus it's, Christ, come on. You know, the big thing is uh, they always talk about evacuation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and quite frankly, we have a lot of second homes here. So 
uh, one of the things we ran into the village is people were coming down out of Miami, <laughs> uh, grabbing their boat and trying to yeah, run back. Right. Uh, and then, of course, having all right. the RVs, boats, whatever, all these trailers are blowing oh, out and yeah, you right. know, falling yeah. apart. So, you know, if you're, if you're seriously thinking about saving your boat, check your trailer out now. Yeah. Or your Probably RV. Be a really make good sure you've got good sure. tires and whatnot. Yeah. But then um, we learned a lot from Irma. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that, you know, me with, with property, I want to get back in and secure it and make sure, sure it's okay. Sure. So what happens is they go, yeah, you, you, for example, uh, Key Largo is blocked. You can't get right. through it. Well, everything below that's okay. So, of course, everybody who lives from Alamrata South wants to get back to their property. They don't care about Key Largo being blocked. Open it up for us. We want to get by. Right. And that's sort of what they sort of learn. So now they've, after Irma, they had a lot of meetings with all the cities, and they're coming up, they're coming up with a, a plan, so to speak, to that's why I got the re-entry stickers because right, right. if the lower keys are fine or the middle keys are fine, go right through. Sure, open it up and just blaze right through. Yeah, and then if the and, and the reason they're trying to keep people out, it's not it's not being mean. What it is is they're concerned for the safety. You got sure, power lines sure. that are down yeah. still. You have roads that are blocked, so they're they're trying to clear it up as fast as possible. And I, I think after Irma, they did a pretty good job. I mean, but every yeah. storm you still learn what else you can do. Oh yeah, and, and they've really come a long way. And Alamrata, all the cities now, they have uh, a news site you can sign up for. Right. And they text your phone in, call you, leave you a little me- right. or email you, leave you messages as status updates on right. everything that's going on. So right. if you're out of the area, you can stay in tune the whole time. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's really, uh, they, they made a lot of improvements. County has one, county-wise. Alamrata has one. And I'm pretty sure Marathon has one. I don't know. I'm sure Key West. Right. I, they probably all have them now. Right. Cool. But it's, it's just a little thing on your phone. It, it beeps you and says, hey. This is coming. That's coming. High winds. It, right. it's, it's all year round. Right. Well, if you're going to get that's a good. storm come up, it will tell you. Yeah, that works so out. It, well, it's yeah. again. We, well, we, we want our, people to protect their property. Yeah. Same token, we don't want to risk their lives over right. over we, tangible stuff that you can replace. We have our volunteer squad now too. That, that too, uh, yeah, is mm-hmm. pretty effective. And the county put together. I mean, if you have skills, construction, mechanics, right. you name it. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, medical, uh, anything, you know. Guys who talk are pretty much a dime a dozen. Yeah, exactly. You know. (laughs) I'm thinking, got 100 marks. Yeah, Yeah, thousands. Yeah, thousands. Well, but like you said, if if theoretically if a storm were to hit Key Largo and, and, you know, uh, something bad. Yeah. And they they have these volunteers, everybody, and you can open that road up right away. Yeah. Then, like I said, all the people in Lower Keys will be happy to go down there and start taking care of their own stuff. Right. And it takes the pressure off of Florida City, you know, all these people. Because... When Irma came, you had all these people that ran out of gas and right. ran out of money and ran out of motel rooms leaving. Yeah. And then when it said it was okay to come back, you know, Upper Keys weren't damaged as much. So the people in the Upper Keys wanted to come back and get to their right. own places. Right. Well, then, and the people in Key West were fine. Right. But that in between, you had all these people that were There was stuck. a zone in there that was yeah. pretty screwed. Yeah. yeah. So that's the reason they had that big meeting afterwards to try to work this out where they can open up certain areas right away and let right. the people come back. Right. So, I, they, like I said, I, I, I was impressed. I was uh, involved a little bit with that before I got out of the council. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made a lot of, a lot of uh, progress good, on that. It's been a good learning curve here, isn't there? It's, well, if you look back at, um, like, the Hurricane at 35, there was no, sure. no technology. Yeah. I, 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 I met Irvin Eister. You know, he was around. And I <coughs> yeah, spoke right. to, and We were at one of the, the speeches. And I go, why did you, you know, he had to crawl across the broken bridges and all that. I go, why, did you, why was it so important to get back to your property? And he goes, I don't know why. <laughs> but it's it's human nature. You want to protect yeah. whatever you have. Sure. Right. Yeah. Did you ever see George Carlin? My stuff. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. That's the same principle. Yeah. yeah. I don't care Great if routine. it's a if it's a mobile home or RV Doesn't make or a difference. mansion. Yeah. You want to get to your, your stuff, stuff and protect it or, right. or take care of it. Right. Yeah. So that's why I tell people: take your valuables, make sure insurance premiums paid up, yeah. and, and don't worry about it. It yeah. it can all be replaced. Pretty Absolutely. much. It's you know we've had calls. One of the storms. Um, there was a gentleman. It w- actually, it was Seabreeze Trailer Park. He was in right. an RV right by the water. Right. And he called up and said, uh, I'm, water's coming in. I'm flooding. And we said, we were at the EOC Center, and I said, take a magic marker and write your name on your arms and legs, and we can find your body. We can identify you. <laughs> I said, because we can't go out <laughs> and save you. Everything's grounded. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they took me off the phones after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said I wasn't allowed to help with the emergency calls. But but the reality of it is, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> nothing out there worth your life. Distress hotline. Yeah. Well, I, I, I work the suicide hotline now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. What caliber are you using? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, boy. Okay. Well, um, on that note, yeah, moving right along. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, with the EOC down here, I mean, I always like to give them a tip of the cap because they do a great job, uh, really, uh, getting information mm. out. You know, um, during Irma, you know, I had a pretty good link with Tammy Clark. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, we got information out and I sent it to Harry. Harry put it up on the server. And, you That's know, the those big thing. who were listening to A1A never had an interrupted. Uh, source of information you know we were always on the air uh, throughout all of Irma so there are other radio stations who claim they did that <laughs> yeah exactly but we <coughs> did yeah we did well, so. you know nowadays with with electronic media I don't care where you are you can get information immediately yep. yeah so everybody is attuned to A1A or wherever you can sure. get that you know the Monroe County has Twitter and Facebook right, right they have the emergency thing you go right on it tells you where is the where are the first aids at? Where is the water at? Right. Everything's mm-hmm. right on there nowadays, yeah. so you can address your neighborhood very quickly. Well, you got to put your uh, you got to put your oomph into it, right? Yeah. now. I mean, oh, yeah. get involved. You know, yeah. that's the key. I mean, well, that's that volunteer thing you mentioned. That yeah. that actually is a lot of people signed up for that, and, and I hope they they show up and work. Yeah, I do too. Because it, it's tremendous help. I mean, it's little things. It's a matter of somebody standing at a street corner with a cone saying you can't go down the street, right? Mm-hmm. Because somebody will drive around the cone. You you have to physically have somebody. Tell Stand no. there and say, right. no, right. stop. Because they will drive around the cone and yes, drive right, right yeah. to the power line or right. whatever yeah. because they're, they're, they want to get back there that bad. Yeah. yeah. So well, there's, little thi- I mean, there's little things like that. Worse yet, I remember in the, uh, the uh, earthquakes in uh, 92 and, uh, or 94 in uh, Los Angeles. You know, I mean, it, that was rubbernecking. Yep. Yeah. People just going yep. out and looking around at the exactly. damage. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, we it's had like, that after Irma. Come oh, on. sure. Oh, yeah. We, Absolutely. we had a guy come from the radio station. He was He was... Up in Key Largo, and he ran into me, and he goes, I want to take some pictures. I said, well, take pictures here. a bunch of trees down. He goes, no, I want something wrecked. I want So we sent him down to Seabreeze. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they don't want anything that says it's not too bad. They want right. the worst. They want, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if it bleeds, it leads. Well, that was one of the arguments we had as a council was, yeah, the trailer park got wiped out, but the rest of the village was pretty good shape. Yeah. Right. I mean, tree damage, but, you know, it wasn't like Big Pine or yeah. down there. So, uh, unfortunately, the news media always had a tendency to – you know, of course, the, they you know they, they want the sensationalism. Uh, well, I ran into uh, Jackie Not Nesprall, oh, yeah. uh, a four, and I forget what the I other gentleman's yeah. name. And they were in front of Seabreeze, and <laughs> I stopped exactly. and said hello. And they actually had me on. Yeah. And one of the things I made to mention say this is pretty bad, but we were very fortunate. And I hope you go and you know check out some of the other areas that we we mustered fund. Yeah. Public relations, yeah. folks. No, but he's know. right. It, it's, it's frustrating when you're on on the council. I was doing interviews on the sure. radio and on, on shows saying it's. Yeah. Everything's good, you know. Yeah. Yes, we have some damage, but right. you know the trailer park, you know, is bad. But the houses yeah. are still, you know, the whole Bayside did great. Right, right. We flew over everything, and, and like I said, the Bayside yeah. came out really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, what were the two most damaged things here in the Upper Keys? You had you had that one, and then you had the pancake uh, townhouse at Mount Marker oh, seventy four. But that was actually on the Bayside. They found yeah, it. Yeah, right. but those water. were it. Yeah, Th- those were it as far as really. Yeah. But yet the perception was, oh my God, you know, Isla well, Mirada. We had some of the well, but yeah. you know, Isla Mirada did take a, a, yeah. a pretty good whacking, like at uh, the you know the Islander and and yeah. Uh, but and well, Chica. the Oceanside took you a know? hit. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we had we were laughing down down lower Matacumbi. We were doing one of the inspections, and all the hurricane windows were perfectly great shape laying in the road. The yeah. house was blown away, right? yeah. but the windows were perfect. Yeah. The windows and it were was, good. You know, the, the flood, it, it, it was just an older house. And yeah. It didn't yeah. take the load, but right. the windows worked perfectly. That's great. Yeah. So it was kind of <laughs> funny. But it, it still comes down to, because it's news and they want sensationalism, sure. they're, not, they're not the Chamber of Commerce. They don't come down and say, hey, look, everything's great. We've got a few damaged properties. Come on down. We want right. to see you. You've got to work against that negativeness, right. which is they only show – Every storm I've ever been in here, my my relatives from up north call my wife's side. They go, oh, I hear the keys is wiped out. Mm-hmm. Every storm of course. were wiped yep. out. My, yeah. And I go, I don't know where. I said, yeah. I got power. Yeah. I got water. I, yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. Hey, steak's on the grill. Got yeah. a cold beer. What, you that's know. it. So, yeah, I go through that with my family yep. every year, too. Yeah. Part but of the deal. That's so. that's what's aggravating when you're on this sure. side of the, you know, we're we work with the public, and we want, of course, we're a tourism-based economy. Yeah. Right. So we want the tourists to understand, you know, don't cancel all your all your vacation sure. rental. Yeah. Don't cancel you know. your hotel stays. Right. Yes, some of them did get damaged. Call your hotel. The rest of them are still open. Make right. a phone call. Yep. Find out for sure. So, Chris Santi, man, always a pleasure to yeah, have man, you on the program. Thank you for coming really in. Enjoy it. it. Good stuff. Love it. Good yeah, stuff. Be good. You know, uh, we'll uh, be prepared. That's the idea. That's yeah, uh, everything. We are uh, going to take another break and uh, come back. Michael's got uh, yeah, a house great in property shores you want to know about. Stay with us.
this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Comp featured property. Today, spotlighting 125 Venetian Drive in Isla Mirada. Here, you can enjoy the phenomenal Isla Mirada lifestyle in this just-built waterfront home. Everything's new. Three bedrooms upstairs and a separate guest suite downstairs. Exceptional features include stunning granite kitchen, veranda, sumptuous master bath, and a homeowner's park with its rare sandy beach. This is your bucket list opportunity. For more information on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305-439-7730 and visit my award-winning Florida Keys lifestyle blog at therealestatecomp.com. Surprise! (laughs) Great for a birthday, anniversary party, but a real estate transaction? Mm -mm, That is not what you want. You don't want surprises when it comes to closing a real estate deal. The way to a smooth closing with no surprises is Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call Ginny or Pam or even Irene. Hey, these three gals will take care of you, close your transaction smoothly with no surprises. Real estate closings, 1031 exchange, escrow, all your needs are taken care of there with no surprises. It's Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call 305-451-0032 or just Google up Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. You've been coming to the Keys for a while and you rent a nice place, but the rents keep going up. You know it's time to consider buying a home in the Keys. First thing, find out how much home you can afford. Time to talk to Jim. Jim LaPointe is your new Keys local lender. Easy qualifying, lowest rates, FHA, VA, conventional. Time to talk to Jim. Log on to RadioA18.com. Click on Interest Rates. Rates change often, so check them daily. Time to talk to Jim. Exactly. I did. You so, <laughs> did. And by the way, congratulations. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you joined, it. You joined yeah. the ranks of us. I found again. a good one and again, and, and uh, she's amazing. Yes, she so is. I'm very happy. You know, uh, Your hypnotism <clears throat> class worked off really yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael has yeah. an incredible property. Yes, I do. We've, we've talked about it a couple about times it. on this property, uh, about this property on the show, but let me tell you, I think it's one of the best values that we have down here. It is in a community called White Marlin Beach, which is in the lower end of Lower Matacumbe part of Isla Mirada. And what's nice about this area is it has its own sandy beach in the optional homeowners park. So you can go out there. We don't have a lot of sandy beach down here, and this is a rare one. So you can go enjoy. There's barbecue facilities, you know, lots of fun that you have there. The house, the house was built by the owners for themselves, um, just recently completed. And unfortunately, as John Lennon says, Life is what happens when you're making other plans. Yeah, absolutely. And they're no longer going to be living down here. So the house has never been lived in. Wow. Just got it CO. And here's the best part. It's above flood. And the reason that's important is they have a downstairs guest suite, and it's legal. And if you wanted information, we've talked about that on the show. A lot Huge. of times downstairs living areas are not legal. But since this is above flood, it is. And it's a whole encapsulated suite downstairs. Nice. Bedroom, uh, you know, Kitchenette, not a kitchen, but kitchenette, right. French doors out to the patio, right. just absolutely gorgeous. There's 70 feet on the water, so you know you can pull up with your boat. I actually pulled up there uh, a couple days ago as well, <laughs> dodging the storm, and it had ended up having a showing. So, uh, you know, great dockage. It's there, and then upstairs is absolutely gorgeous. It's three bedrooms, two baths upstairs, state-of-the-art kitchen, nice open floor plan, a huge veranda. So it's just an awesome place, place. awesome place to, to hang out. Yeah. And we have probably the best deal on the market. We're priced at a million one forty-eight. Which, if you know that area of Lower Matacumbe, for a new house, never been lived in, That's an seventy feet too, on the water. It? Yeah, we yeah. we we adjusted the price downward, which yeah. is great for buyers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, instead of upward. Yeah. But we adjusted it recently, and we've been getting a lot of showings on it, and just getting a lot of great attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of the best values that's out there. So if you're thinking of using a secondary residence, if you're thinking of it as a permanent residence, this is one of those houses that you could sure. be your full time house. Much or to do. if you like to make some money as an investment property when you're not using uh-huh. it, this thing will rent every day of the year. Yeah, uh, just gorgeous, gorgeous property. It's a 30-day minimum rental in that area, but you could find folks that would rent that like that For if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. No Ab- problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's important. Like I said, we're priced really, really well at a million one forty-eight. But here's something you need to realize, and we've talked about this many, many times in the show. Please. you got to work with local realtors, folks. Um, we've had some showings. We've had 
some offers uh, that just were not educated offers. And when you're making an offer and it's not based on what the market is, you can be shooting yourself in the foot as a buyer. Oh, completely. Because you've taken your leverage away. And this recently happened. Uh, We had a realtor, not from the area, didn't know the area, gave us an offer basically on what his buyers thought the property would be worth. Now, I respect that, but when I came back with comparables to show that we're practically giving the property away, it was like, oh, well... We didn't know that that's what the market was. So, so then why why are you investing your time? I understand your buddy, your friend, your cousin is a realtor, and you'd like for them to make a commission. I respect that, but work with the local folks. Hey, I'd be happy to have given that guy a referral, you know. And what happens is they already shot the sales in the foot. The seller did not give a a great enthusiastic counter. No, I was surprised they even gave one at all. Yeah, and chances uh, are pretty good you've just chased the shell, the seller off the dock. I- exactly. You know so I mean? it's it's really important. This is not another thing. We have an agent in our office. We had a similar situation. Right. Is sometimes be careful of what you read. We had a buyer who read something in the Wall Street Journal that said, you know, uh, this, that, and the other thing. The economy, the keys might not be a great place to invest your money. Well, the Wall Street Journal goes to a certain clientele. Right. That are three million dollar, maybe an overbuyer. And right. you know what? In the three million dollar range right now, we have a glut of properties. But her property was priced at nine ninety nine on the water. There's a scarcity of that. Yeah. So you know, a buyer reading something in the Wall Street Journal, thinking it's a buyer's market, making an offer on something that there's scarcity of. Right. Guess what, folks? You're not going to get that yeah. type of work. attention. And again, once again, represented by an out-of-the-area realtor who didn't know the market. And our colleague knows this market inside and out. Yeah, very bright lady. Was able to, quote, chapter and verse of all the sales. So, you know, when when a good agent is pricing their properties, they're going to be able to document and back up why it's priced at that range. It's always, I've found it remarkable that in the Keys, we are a fairly laid-back group, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we just sit around and, and vomit rum. Okay, Uh, you know, we are educated (laughs) and we try and pay attention to what the hell is going on around us. Sure. Now, if you went into New York City and made an offer, lowballed somebody on a property that was, uh, you know, in in this kind of market situation, they would have you killed. Yes, exactly. Vinny Vinny would come out with a bat. Ah, Vinny, you know, Bruce, (laughs) whoever, you know. I mean, you're going to get dead doing stuff yeah. like that. So please, you know. Know your market. Uh, yeah, know your market. It's a really smart idea. Yeah. Kind of the way to go. Exactly. You so know. when you see a good opportunity out there, capitalize on it yeah, because well, it might not you know, be there tomorrow. Capitalize yeah. on it, but pay attention for Christ's sake. You know, I mean, this is, a, you're not dealing with a bunch of bumpkins down right. here, you know. Um, and, and we really uh, kind of resent it when uh, people come down and do treat us like bumpkins. For sure. So, for sure. Know. Absolutely. Yeah, get over yourself. As yeah. there used to be a clothing store here called Sims. I remember And they Sims. had the greatest tagline, and something I live by, is an educated consumer is our best customer. Absolutely. And I love that line, and sure. it's so true, especially down here about properties here in the Florida Keys. Well, you know, I mean, at, at years and years and years ago, I uh, used to uh, lecture mm-hmm. on uh, broadcasting the news and that type of thing, uh, and, and certainly in the local schools as well. Right. And, I mean, I would start everything, uh, every uh, speech out with the expression, knowledge is power. You know, and then go around the room and ask the kids or the students, what does that mean to you? You know, I mean, because, look, if you're negotiating for a home, you find the place you want, you know, your knowledge of the market and trying to buy that house is going to far outweigh anything else. You know it. You know, you work with a local realtor. You're working with somebody who knows what the hell is going on. Right. And that's that's the key. If you really want that property or if you really want to get your property sold, that's the key. Absolutely. Is knowing what the kind market's going to gonna go. say. And no amount of be- beautiful brochure is going to make any difference on that, you know, if you're right. not priced to the market or if you're making offers that aren't suitable to what the property's yeah. worth. Well, and the, the, the short version of that is, you know, it, uh, it's great that you've achieved the success in your life and you can possibly afford a home in the Keys. You're not alone. Right. That's for sure. You're not the only guy who can do it, or gal, for mm-hmm. that matter. So, you know what? Again, knowledge is power. power. We'll so, leave you with that. And with that. Yeah, we will leave you with that, as a matter of fact. That concludes another, I think, two weeks ago, there's a look there. That'll wrap up another edition yes, of Florida uh, Keys Real Estate Guys. I'm Mark Mill. And I'm Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate, wishing you tropical.
Somewhere's else where the weather. 